Above and Beyond, The Real Estate Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Above and Beyond Real Estate Show. My name is Ralph Ciancio, broker of record here at REMAX Hallmark Ciancio Group. And I have a wonderful, 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 wonderful <laughs> guest. She's, isn't she wonderful? Mrs. Wonderful. We have, well, yeah, maybe. That's, uh, I think that's Kevin O'Leary's wife, but yeah. I could be wrong. Uh, we have Carly DeBeer. Uh, joining us uh, on today's episode. And it's going to be a great one. Today, we're going to be breaking down the market stats. So the October stats are in for Toronto Real Estate Board. We're going to take a snapshot of that. And then we're going to get into the meat and potatoes of the episode where we're going to break down our eight-step process on becoming a homeowner. So we've broken it down through years of, of, uh, of work in helping home buyers come up with a plan. And we're going to share that plan with you. So before we get into it, Carly, first off, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm amazing. I mean, it's another great day. Uh, it's sunny outside. It was a little bit cloudy last week, so I'm loving the sun, and my plants are loving the sun, so it's a good day. Yeah, it must yeah. be sad as the like, sun is setting, and you know the plants need the sun. It's like must be They're sleeping now. It's like uh, yeah, hibernation for plants. You don't have to water them as much, so those plant yeah. killers out there, now yeah. is the time for you to get a plant because they're going to survive all winter long. Ah, bring them inside. Yeah. I, you know, when I bring them inside and they die, I feel like it's all my fault. <laughs> if you buy a plant and it's outside, I'm like, hey, listen, that's, that's safe. Mother that's Nature it. was not good that's to you this universe. year. It's not that's my problem. You. Yeah. So as we jump into the uh, the market stats, I wanted to break down some key numbers. Uh, and we looked at the numbers in October for Toronto Real Estate Board. Again, they have uh, Market Watch, which has come out, comes out monthly. If you want a copy of the report, simply send us an email. And that email is listed above. We have Market Stats at ralphciancioholmes.com and we'll flip you the PDF. If you want it on a monthly basis, just let us know in the email and we're not gonna spam you. Just say, hey, I'm looking for this on a monthly basis. And the reason I bring it up is sometimes people want us to go a lot deeper into the data and some people just want the highlights and uh, we wanna give you what you're looking for and uh, contour that experience. So uh, just before we get into market stats, I want to also remind you, please, 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 subscribe, like, and comment down below key elements of the episode that you enjoyed and any uh, any positive and even negative feedback. Well, we don't like negative feedback, <laughs> but like we learn from negative <laughs> feedback. But don't forget to, uh, to subscribe and, uh, and, and share. So as we talk about market stats, we look at the uh, average price for a home in the GTA was $1,089,000 last month. Now that's actually up $3,000 compared to the month before, but we're actually uh, down almost 6% compared to last year. So let's unpack that kind of that stat, which is we are down year over year, October versus last year, and we are up $3,000 versus September. What does that mean to you, Carly? Yeah, I feel like, you know, we're hitting the bottom of the market. I know a lot of people were, you know, planning on timing the market, especially those who sold in January, February, March, definitely uh, wanted to get out of the top and, you know, they wanted to get back in at the bottom. And now I feel like we're at the bottom. Um, definitely this data suggests that for sure. And, you know, we're seeing, you know, a little bit less listings come up and, you know, not a whole lot of you know, going down in price, but also not going up in price. So I feel like mm -hmm. we're, you know, we're at the bottom, we're sliding sideways. And, you know, this is the chance for those people who are, you know, waiting to get a great deal on a, on a home. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like we're there right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. When you, you start seeing prices go up, I mean, there's always that, that saying, you never know when you're at the bottom until things start going up. Yeah. And, you know, some people are waiting, waiting, waiting. And we've mm -hmm. seen this through 
a couple of cycles that I've been a part of in the real estate market and people miss, they're still waiting as it starts to go back <laughs> up because they're waiting for it to come back down. Yeah. And once you miss it, it's gone. So, um, you know, we are seeing a kind of uh, momentum moving upward and keep in mind that we did see a half a percent increase in the interest rate in the middle of October, near the end of October. Mm -hmm. So that was also some downward pressure on pricing. Mm -hmm. um, what I've noticed in the stats is that when we look at the uh, levels of inventory, we're actually 10% lower inventory compared to last month, but we are 68% more inventory compared to last year. So what does that mean? That means that, you know, last year in October, someone that wanted to buy a home in Toronto had 7,700 homes to choose from. And, you know, this October they had 13,000. So that's a, that's a big difference in terms of the quantity of properties mm -hmm. for sale. But the context to that is that we were in a very restrictive market last year in October. Those restrictions were being lifted. So when we see those numbers, it also supports pricing being where it was. Because if there wasn't much inventory on the market, that means obviously uh, prices would be pushed upwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, my overall sense of where we're at in the market is that, uh, you know, the hottest properties are still selling. Homes that are priced extremely low with a bidding war have about a 50-50 chance of success. 50% mm -hmm. of the time we're seeing homes just relist at uh, fair market pricing. Mm -hmm. Whereas maybe a few months ago, you had almost 100% success rate in uh, underpricing the home. So we're seeing, you know, less agents and less sellers taking that approach. Um, you know, but that being said, we are uh, we're watching it. It's on a day by day basis, but we do try to keep an eye on not only the, what the context of today, we look at it within the month and we also compare it to previous years. So we want to make sure when people are making a decision of this magnitude that they're getting kind of many different point of views. Right. Exactly. They're getting the full story. So yeah. they're making the most informed decision that they can. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about full story. One of the pet peeves we have on the show is, you know, the news only sensationalizing the especially the bad news right always they, the bad they news, only yeah. want to focus on how things are not going well and uh, the reality is homeownership is a great thing i think it's one of the critical things my own personal belief to be successful in canada things that work in your favor is if you have a driver's license and if you own real estate those are the two things mm -hmm. that help empower you it's not mandatory but it's it's really difficult in this country, in my opinion, to uh, to navigate without a driver's license and without owning real estate. It's very difficult to uh, to get out of the rat race of just paying bills and not owning anything. Mm -hmm, for sure, I mean it's one of those assets that you know goes up over time consistently. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they're not making more land, so you might as well get some while it's still fresh. <laughs> you got it. You got it. And, and you know the theme of uh, today's show is you know the eight steps of finding the right home. And uh, we have come up with a, uh, a guide. Actually, you have a copy of the guide. Do you want to just show? Yeah, I do. We have. Um, yeah. Home yeah. Buyer's home process. buyer's process. So we've we've identified what are the key steps that people need to to go through before they actually purchase a home. Mm -hmm. um, we've diarized it, and uh, we have copies for people if they want a, a free copy. Again, you could just send an email with uh, you send an email to buyers guide at ralphcnchomes.com and we'll flip you a pdf of it or if you want a paper copy come visit us on main street unionville in the heart of markham yeah and we'll uh we'd love to take you out for a coffee and walk you through the guide make sure it's really customized for your needs yeah there's a lot of extra information we'll we'll go over you know a general understanding of what you'll find in there but there's a lot of extra information beyond what we'll be able to touch on yeah. today so amazing so let's, let's let's run through it eight steps on how to buy a home in the gta 
Yeah, so the first step uh, is getting pre-approved for a mortgage. Yeah, so getting pre-approved is important because, especially in, in the market we're at right now where interest rates are changing, lending policies are changing, you know, buyers have to make sure that they are are, are definitely, they're comfortable with the, the cost of borrowing, mm -hmm. yep. comfortable with not being house poor, but there's another risk in there, and we've seen it where people actually under-purchase. Mm -hmm. They stay too conservative, and you may say, well, why is that a problem? Well, if you're too conservative and you're going to outgrow the home in two years, that's very expensive as well. Yeah. yeah. Moving is expensive. Yeah, exactly. Just the, you know, physically moving your items from one house to another is one cost, you know, paying an agent to sell the house and then, you know, purchasing a house is another cost. And then, of course, like the stress, you know, uh, of having to find the next property and, you know, navigating the sale um, yeah. is another cost. And, and the taxes, so, land transfer tax. Yeah, definitely. Uh, moving fees and so and on. And if you didn't set up your mortgage correctly. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, right. That's and a, then the, the cancellation, yep. yeah. Mm -hmm. So that, that, you know, blends in perfectly with the first step, which is mm -hmm. getting pre-approved from a mortgage. I mean, I think a lot of people are focused on mortgages in terms of what's the interest rate that you would, you would pay for the mortgage, but there's a lot of other elements in the mortgage that a great lender will walk you through. So... Can you bring the mortgage to another property? So portability, mm -hmm. right? Is it convertible? Can it, can it be passed on to somebody else, mm -hmm. right? If, if interest rates were to spike to 12%, mm -hmm. well, your 5% mortgage would be a great thing to sell alongside the real estate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? How long is your term? You know, because like you said, if you're under purchasing a home, you want to be able to have that flexibility. Like you can only afford a portion now and later you're going to have to upsize. You want to make sure that you're, you're timing your mortgage um, for the same term as yeah. well. Perfect. Uh, so the next one is uh, choosing a real estate agent. Yeah. So choosing an agent we think is, is critical. I mean, our opinion might be a little bit biased, <laughs> but uh, but truthfully, they're going to be, you know, the steward of the ship. Uh, they're going to be guiding you along the way. And, you know, you're looking for someone that can give you confidence, um, somebody that can give you context to the information and somebody that can possibly show you things that others can't. So, for example, connect you with properties that are not currently on the market, Um and, and, you know, maybe introduce you to great vendors or, uh, you know, lenders as an example um, or, or great uh, lawyers. And, uh, yeah, exactly. And, and also point you out to things that you might not notice when you walk through a home. Yeah. Uh, like we said originally, like, you know, moving from one house to another can be quite emotional. And when you're walking through the property, usually you're, you know, thinking about, oh, my couch is going to go here. My plants are going to go there. My yeah. dog's going to run around here. And it's good to have someone kind of behind you making sure that, uh, you know, everything is in order so that when you move into the house that, you know, things are moving along smoothly and it's something that you can, uh, you can handle and navigate mm -hmm. and it works for your family. So that's yeah. another uh, big proponent. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. And I think that when you find uh, someone who's looking after your needs, the real estate fits into the puzzle as opposed to trying to find a home that, that just, you know, you can purchase. It doesn't necessarily meet all your needs. Uh, you know, I think a superpower of an agent is that they can balance between uh, the different parts of your brain. You know, we, we know and we understand that people make decisions emotionally, but then they justify them rationally, right? That's just, that's human nature. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's human nature. So, you know, one of the tactics, or, you know, that I explicitly do, and I tell I tell the clients we're working with, is that I'm going to know and understand, you know, you and your family's needs. Mm -hmm. And if I see that in a situation where you're going to see a home, you're extremely rational about it, I'm going to really focus on the emotional side of this approach. And if I see you're very, very emotional about it, I'm going to focus on the rational side because it's really important that you're making the decision with both sides of your brain. Definitely. And I know a lot of people just hire an agent that they may know 
you know, someone that they, they get or along like a family with, member, yeah. but they've never sold a home or they sold, you know, three homes in their life. They have a part-time job. They don't have the experience on the ground. And it really, it's like the blind leading the blind. Whereas uh, you want someone that's navigated through the process and can uh, can give you the confidence because that's essentially what, what it's all boils down to is putting the pen to paper. Yeah. Right? And you want to make sure you're making the right decision. Yeah, definitely. Um, so the next one is one of my favorite steps is start hunting for homes. Ooh, hunting. Hunting is a, <laughs> a scary word, uh, but you know what? It, 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 uh, it's an exciting time. I know Carly loves, uh, you know, the the journey, the the excitement. As agents, it's so exciting for us because every day we turn a key, and it's like it's like we're on a game show. It's like we have no <laughs> idea what's inside there. And uh, sometimes it matches the photos. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. That's uh, so. You know, it, you know, house hunting process is um, is important. And again, once you've you know, calibrated with the lender, you've calibrated with an agent and you're out seeing properties, you're now calibrating with the market, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you want to make sure that it's, you know, it's close to your work, the right amount of bedrooms, if you're going to have a pool or not, like those are all the kind of things that you calibrate at that time as well, um, along with the price that you can afford and what that kind of product look like. Um, so the next thing is becoming an educated buyer. Yeah. And yeah, I think you hit a, hit on some of the uh, points in terms of becoming an educated buyer. There's a lot more to buying a home than just actual structure and the walls. There's, you know, are there parks close by? Uh, you know, what's the crime rate in the community? Uh, you know, we look at things like, you know, school ratings or the experience in the school, public transit access, and then future projects, right? Is there like a big highway being built? Mm-hmm. Is there a... Um, uh, you know, big infrastructure that could compromise how you enjoy it, right? Yeah, or adding a school or community center or, you know, a lot of neighborhoods that are a little bit more rural going from, you know, septic to municipal, yeah. um, you know, and what kind of cost that's to you, but also, you know, a benefit for the future buyer and for the neighborhood. Um, so those are all kind of things you start to consider um, at this stage. Yeah, and, and we have seen scenarios where people have bought the right house in the wrong area, mm-hmm. and that's a mistake, that's a fail. Mm-hmm. And I've seen where people buy the wrong house in the right area, that's also a fail mm-hmm. right so you, you know we can't change the area we can't change the house mm-hmm. well you can change the house but yeah. again that's expensive <laughs> degree, yeah. and we don't want to yeah so the, the the key thing is buying the right house in the right community mm-hmm. definitely right? and uh, you know by the end of that step hopefully you know exactly what you're looking for yeah. and where it's going to be um so the next one is making an offer yeah so making an offer that's when we put the pen to paper uh you know every offer that we write is broken down into four different items so we have price deposit closing date and conditions so those four elements make every single offer that we write on behalf of our clients we're going to break down these four elements and how to strategize to create a great offer we're going to break that down in a future episode but for you know summary of this topic you know making an offer is a a great opportunity for you to see are you calibrated with the market because sometimes we've seen it where buyers especially in this market they Mm -hmm. see a home they like it's in the community they like they may be offering at a price that the seller is not willing to accept mm-hmm. and nothing happens. Yeah. Now that might be the buyer is too conservative with their number or it could be that the seller is too optimistic on the value of their home. For sure. Um, and but- you see both, right? You know, like right now people who are selling might have even started trying to sell in uh, April, right? Right after the peak of the market and they were overshooting and overshooting, overshooting and they're slowly coming down but they're still you know, too high for what the market value is. And then you have buyers now who waited since Mm -hmm. March. They saw that what was happening then and now they're undercutting. So it's like you have the seller maybe going a little bit high and the buyer going a little bit low because they both have the different perspective of, you know, what they think the property is worth. And 
eventually, you know, you, you hope to beat it in the middle, um, yeah. but sometimes it can be tricky. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, what, to that point, we, we do see anomalies, uh, you know, maybe, for example, the average percentage of asking maybe is 98% or 97% currently, mm-hmm. but there are some homes that sell for 85%. There are some homes that sell for 108%. Mm-hmm. So until you actually draw an offer, you never really know. We, we have seen it where, sure. where buyers sit on the sidelines and say, no, nah, I'm not going to offer. And then it sells and they say, shoot, I want to pay in, Yeah. And it was in their range, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they're like, oh, they didn't want to fend, you know? But yeah. um, sometimes you just got to try. Um, so the next one so is... What number uh, are we at? What number are we at Oh, right yes. Now? We're at number six now. Number six. Yeah. Choosing your winning team. Cho- choosing your winning team. Now, we call winning team, you know, the uh, the professionals that are along this journey with you. So obviously, we talked already about lenders. We've mm-hmm. talked about the realtor. But mm-hmm. you're also very likely, if you're buying a home, you're going to likely need a home inspector. Mm-hmm. Right. That's something that most people don't know or not connected with because home inspectors don't market to the general public. They market to realtors. They build relationships with realtors. So, again, if you're working with an experienced realtor who buys and sells, you know, real estate you know, frequently, they probably have an established relationship with someone that they, you know, feel is competent and doing great work. So mm-hmm. home inspection is important. And then we also talk about movers and lawyers as well. Mm-hmm. And between movers and lawyers and even inspectors, everything's okay until it's not right <laughs> and and we've seen it where movers have you know people have hired a, a um, inexperienced mover and then they have a catastrophe on closing or they may hire a lawyer who's just communicating very poorly maybe there's some some administrative mistakes mm-hmm. and that create these things all create massive massive uncertainty and doubt mm-hmm. um and stress unnecessarily yes definitely so, so selecting it's- your willing winning team yeah, and it's a good thing, you know, we do it so often that we have, you know, a bunch of people in our back pocket um, that we like to, you know, that we know, like, and trust, and that we want to share with our clients. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've tried them out. Yeah. <laughs> we've sussed them out so you don't have to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> which is good. Um, so the next one, number seven, is preparing for your move. Yeah, preparing for your move. So, you know, we pride ourselves on the on the process of not only finding the right home, but then getting you into the right home. And I know Carly spends a lot of time throughout the day, you know, guiding our clients from after they've signed the agreement to make sure, hey, listen, today's a great day for you to set up your Rogers or Bell account. You know, um, transfer your utilities, transfer utilities. mail forwarding, um, you know, talking to your friends and family, transferring over your gym membership, Amazon. That's a big one. H&M. Yeah, H&M. <laughs> you don't want your nice sweater going to the people who bought your house. You yes. already gave them a nice house. You don't need to give them a sweater. Yeah. So switch yeah. it over. You that's know, it's important. That's the gift that keeps on giving is that Amazon one click purchase and oh, man. you're like oh where's my stuff yeah exactly then you feel awkward it's like man i send some like measuring spoons to the guy and <laughs> yeah. like do i go there for my measuring spoons yeah. i mean they match them the rest exactly of the set, Should so. I, excuse me, can i borrow a spoon but uh, exactly so you know there's a lot of small things that sometimes you overlook uh, but we have a great list that we send to yeah. all of our clients to help make sure that they navigate that process smoothly and that um nothing gets missed yeah amazing um so Precious. yeah the next one. So prepare for your move. What's number? What number are we at now? We're number at eight. 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 What's eight? Eight. Move in and celebrate. <laughs> hey, there we are. Celebrate. That's it. Oh, that Jesus. That was like part. getting shot at, but uh, <laughs> that was us celebrating. This is what yeah. we do. We thought right, it was good. Hey, yeah. still, that's nice. I'm not sure I oh, would I take the hat off. I'm going to keep it on. I'm going to keep it on. You bought a house today. That's exciting. Yeah. You moved in. <laughs> So, you know, celebrate is uh, uh, definitely a fun way to, um, uh, it's, it's a milestone. It's something you look back at. Yeah, you remember your move-in date. It's probably the biggest purchase you'll ever make. Yeah. Right? And, uh, you know, sometimes it can feel overwhelming and stressful, but um, 
you know, at the end of the day, you you made a big investment for your life that later it's going to end up being your nest egg, yeah. something that um, uh, is really going to add to your yeah. life. So, you know, in a place for your family, for you to hold celebrations. Like, yeah. there's so many things that center around the home. And, uh, you know, you just got to... You're absolutely right. And I think that, that what you're describing is, like, again, the emotional side of buying a home. And that's the thing that sometimes people miss. When they're looking at, like, marginal change in the interest rate or... Did the house prices go down 3000 or up 5000 The reality is 85% of Canadians are highly leveraged. means they get a big mortgage on their home. So the difference between 3000 5000 even $20,000 on a purchase price, you know, really for all, for all intents and purposes, it's, it's almost negligible in terms of the mortgage on the monthly carrying cost if you mm-hmm. spread it over 25 years. Mm-hmm. But if it's the home you love, if it's the home that you, you raise your family in mm-hmm. or invite your friends over, you know, I always think about leaving the airport when I'm coming home from a trip. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter how great a trip is. I'm always excited once I get my luggage and I get my car and I'm, I'm driving home. And I always think, where am I going? You know, when I'm helping a client, I think, where will they be returning to after a long trip? And that's home, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the nice thing about having a great realtor is they're there for you for the rest of the time that you own that home. Yeah. Any tips about, you know, preparing your home for winter and all the different... Um, you know, life stages of the home, you know, renovations, what's going to add to the value. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're there for yeah. you guys every step. So, and, you know. and even watching out for trends, right? Like, hey, you know, in the, the start of this year, we made a lot of phone calls and there were a lot of emails sent out to our clients saying, hey, guys, the market feels very frothy. You know, uh, it might be a time for you to, to consider a move. And a lot of the clients that we reached out to said, hey, you know what? Thanks for reaching out. Yes, we'll put our house for sale. And they sold and they've made hundreds of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. in that transition. So, um, yeah. Exactly. We're, we're there for you guys uh, every step of the way. So, yeah. So that's, uh, I, I guess, brings us towards the wrap. We have our eight points of successfully buying a home or eight steps to a buyer's journey. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and again, if you want a copy of that, just uh, you can click on the link in the bio or send an email uh, to buyersguide at ralphsanciohomes.com. And uh, before we, we wrap up, we hope that you've enjoyed the show. We look forward to seeing you again on the next one. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment down below. Thank you guys so much for watching, and uh, it's celebration time. So we're going to start start dancing now. This is, I was going to say, post-production is going to be doing some... Uh, it's a party going on.